Welcome to <laughs> Welcome to Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a new show. I'm your host, James Hartwell, and I'm joined by uh, the humming master, Charles Jamat, and I've been joined by uh, the original humming master. No, I'm the humming master. <laughs> this is, listen, this is not a hum off. Okay, I've been humming the last 10 minutes because I've discovered a new genre of music, you guys. Acapella? Discovered. No. Did you know? Actually, I might have known this, but I've been obsessed with the Katamari Damashi soundtrack, naturally. And there's a name for that style of music. Like it's called Shibuya K. Ah. And um, I guess it's like something from the 90s, like some type of musical style that was like hyper specific to an area in Japan. Um, and it's just the vibe. It's the exact vibe that I need at this moment in my life. And I'm buzzing so hard on caffeine right now. I can't settle down. I'm trying to drink the caffeine away. It's not going away. What, how much caffeine have you had? I don't know. Like two cups of coffee. <laughs> like espresso, drip coffee. What are we talking about? Just drip. Just drip. Oh. It's been, well, I mean, if you use the dumb like measurements on a coffee pot, I guess it's been eight cups of coffee. But, you know, those are fake measurements. Those are baby measurements. I think that's how much my brother drank when he had to go to the hospital for heart palpitations, Andy. Okay, I'm not talking about like eight Starbucks cups. I'm talking about like eight times six ounces. How many ounces is that? Eight times six. 58 48? or 60, 48, yeah. So 48 ounces of coffee. That's not the worst, right? How much is too much coffee? You know, I was using Bard today. So let's ask Bard. It Why are you me, using Bard? Because I was trying to figure out if an inner join is the same as an inner merge join. Wait, why do you? Why would you be using Bard for that? <laughs> Bard is, uh, if you're unaware, Bard is Google's AI platform. Yeah. Um, like, and why it would you use the AI job. platform like itself? Well, listen, I couldn't figure out what makes a merge join different. Um, well, it said it sorts the results before it joins it. Blah, 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 blah. How much coffee is too much coffee? All right. It's thinking. It's sparkling. It's spinning. It's turning. Um, the Food and Drug Administration. Don't tell me the amount of caffeine. I don't it's know about four or five cups of coffee. Well, I had more. Did I? Okay, then. A little bit. <laughs> so too much. Anyways, I'm probably going to crash very soon. Um, but I'm excited to spend my uppers with you guys. How are we doing? How are we feeling? I almost died. <gasps> James, What's what? How? Uh, you know, ignoring my body. Stop it. Stop it. Uh, yeah, I... Last week uh, was a fun week for me because I was mm -hmm. like, "Hey, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go with the uh, the partner there. We're gonna go to the Beyonce concert. Okay. After that, after that, we're gonna go to Fenway and see uh, Fallout Boy. Okay. One two one two punch. It's one, gonna two be great. Punch. Yeah. And uh, let me tell you something. Monday mm -hmm. night, started feeling real sick. <laughs> started uh -oh. feeling real bad. Oh. Uh, in a, in a food poisoning sort of way, True. you know, and and I was mad. I was I went to bed mad. I was like, no, <laughs> no, we're not doing this. 
we're not doing this. Yeah. And I, I woke up. I had taken the whole day off the following mm-hmm. day because we had to go to Gillette Stadium. So it's like a whole fucking deal to go sure. see Beyonce. So I literally slept all morning <laughs> and most of the afternoon. I woke up. and I'm like, feeling pretty good. I'm okay. feeling pretty good. Uh, go to Beyonce. So this is a good time. I was still a little unsteady, but I was good enough. You sure. know, I made it. Mm-hmm. Went home. I was like, hey, I even drove home. I'm, like, I'm doing OK. What? Next day, woke up. It's Fallout Boy. I woke up. I was like, hey, I'm feeling better. Maybe I angered myself out of this. <laughs> I said to myself, no. Told my body, what for? Yes. Uh, yeah. Then uh, about, had, you know, my morning meetings at work. And about, you know, 1130, I finished the meeting. Like, hey, I'm going to sit down, maybe grab a little nap quick sure. because, you know, we got in late last night. And as I laid down, uh, I got probably the second worst chills I've ever had <laughs> in my entire life. Oh, no. <laughs> like to the to the point where I'm shivering and I'm chattering my teeth so yeah. hard and my neck hurts. Because oh, my I'm just, gosh. Yeah. And I'm just and I'm like, I have to. I have to get in the shower <laughs> to warm myself up. <laughs> and, but it's so cold. Yeah. Uh, and I finally managed to take a shower. You know, I take a shower at like a human temperature, you know, hot, but not too hot. Okay. I turned that thing all the way up. Still was cold. <laughs> Standing no. in there. It's in there for 45 minutes. Oh, no. Got out of the shower. <laughs> Got, mm-hmm. got back into bed mm-hmm. felt the fever c- catching up I'm like all right let's go to sleep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> went to sleep had hallucinations oh my goodness uh then about i don't know i want to say like four o'clock woke up i'm like hey my fever has subsisted a little bit sure took a co- took a covid test just okay. to make sure you know not covid not covid, not COVID. and i said to myself well you know i don't feel great but I do feel good enough to drag myself to a fallout boy concert. <laughs> so I'm going to be mad if I don't go to this concert. Mm-hmm. So I drag myself up there. Jeez. We had a reservations at a barbecue place and I was like, well, I can't eat. But you know what? I'll, maybe I'll just try a little potato, a little potato. Okay. And I got like a biscuit, a little biscuit. I ate one little tiny slice of potato. I was like, mm, that's no good. And I ate literally like a crumb of the biscuit. My body went, no. Oh, oh. <laughs> what the heck happened to you? You can't even eat a crumb. I think I had listeria. <laughs> what is listeria? It's a it's a type of food poisoning. Oh, oh, I think we talked about this. Is that yeah. what you get on Oregon Trail, though? Is that where you? That's dysentery. Oh, that's the thing I'll say about this. Didn't vomit. Um, my my streak of not vomiting continues. I think the last time I vomited was. 2011 um and uh not really any stomach problems it's very weird huh yeah probably not no but i had but i had i had nausea and like oh but that's like like, that's a symptom in almost every sickness in the world (laughs) no i understand but it it felt like food poisoning sure it just didn't manifest that one particular uh like i could have vomited if i forced myself to eat and or drink mm, um mm, mm. but yeah and uh yeah the next two days were hell i was just like just feverish and dying and it was great that's terrible well, i'm glad yeah. you're feeling better now where are we on the shiver level where are we on the oh, I, I haven't had chills for many a day at this point okay 
All right. Because of anger, you angered it away. Yeah. That's well, well, let it be said that uh, concert concert had James Hartwell <laughs> won't fucking man up to go to. They're good I shows. Mean, it's a good thing. You said you checked for COVID, right? Before yeah, I checked for COVID. Right. Well, you're doing much better than um, certain fans in the Final Fantasy 14 fan fest that happened. Oh, no. What happened? They just uh, go and went, fuck it. There was a COVID outbreak um, and uh, a fan was getting sick the day before mm-hmm. and uh, went to the opening keynote uh, and they were sick. They were actually like legitimately sick and they just yeah. forced themselves to go to the keynote at the opening day. Uh was starting to get real sick and tired and there was like i can't stand anymore goes goes back to the hotel and goes maybe i should check for covid oh test positive for covid oh no (laughs) and then books a flight even though they know they have covid and flies home uh and guess what happened there was a big outbreak of covid for really fan fest yep Oh, is that the one where they announced uh, the X Final Fantasy 14 coming to Xbox? Um, yeah, yeah, they announced uh, well, they, they announced even something better, which was the new expansion. Oh, that's true. <laughs> and yeah, yes, that's true. Uh, so they also announced that it was finally coming to Xbox, which was been honestly been worked on for a while. Yeah, so they finally got there. What's the new expansion called? Dawn Trail or something like Dawn that? Dawn Trail. Yep, it looks like a beach episode. Yeah, that's it. Which you know, it'll probably it won't stay that way as <laughs> as as stories go. Things don't generally just stay happy, but which is good because as people people are not aware, possibly um, the major story arc that comprised multiple expansions is already concluded. Mm-hmm. So this is the first expansion after that, and so now it's like you have to start all over again, create a story, and the, the attitude when by the end of the expansion was. You know what? You get to go on a break. Go off there, do your thing. So it's real mists of Pandaria. Yeah, it has to be, oh. right? There's no other way. Um but yeah, that'll be interesting when it comes to it. Um Well Charles, you're our fourteen expert. How do you feel about all the big news? Uh I mean I, w- I was happy, excited about it. I the cycle seems to be every two years or so for an expansion. Uh they announced some stuff that people have wanted for a long time, which is great. Um, really, it's all good. Let's say two new jobs. Let's say we'll see what what uh, jobs are going to be. But yeah, no, it's all good. Pretty happy. Uh, How many? We're gonna run out of jobs at some point. <laughs> I mean, let's say there's no there's no running out of jobs from this game. Um, like they already left the traditional jobs a, a while ago. So, but. They technically still have a lot more they can do. So, how many uh, are there now? Like twenty? Well, there's quite a bit. I don't know. Uh, well, you know what? Don't worry about it. I have the new, the new giant uh, mouse pad with all the jobs listed. So let me count. Oh, we have blue mages, dark knights, ninjas, paladins, astrologians, samurais, bards. Uh, Let's say scholars, black mages, dancers, reapers, gunbreakers, marauders, machinists, white mages, red mages, monks. Uh, let's see, what are they using for that? Uh, well, dragoons, sages. Oh 
man, I don't know what that art is. That one's weird. Um, but one's even two, more than Charles knows. Nine, ten. So there's twenty, exactly twenty, and then we're getting uh-huh. James, and we're getting two more. Uh, so we were. That's it. A lot of hope was for the Corsair um, to be a class, and then, but we'll see what it's like. It's going to be no Sky Pirate. It's two two DPSs right now. Um, so one's going to be a ranged. A magical range class, and then the other is going to be a melee physical. So I'm going to say one. It could be Corsair. Um, we'll see. I can't even think of what a new class could be. Twenty jobs. Oh, well, Andy, we, we we also haven't gone through any of the other famous ones from Tactics. You could always add those. Oh, wasn't there a mathematician? There is. Well, there we go. I'm there's, just gonna um there's also my way through battle. Math magical. Yeah, then there's <laughs> Oh, like, I like that. You also do things like Beastmaster. Mm. Um, what's it? Berserker is kinda already taken by Marauders, to be honest. Um Sky Pirate. That's it. You could do <laughs> there's also Orator. Fuck Sky Pirates. Well, see here's the thing with Sky Pirates. It's too close to Mac Machinist, which is already the gun class. And Sky Pirates are machinists in the game already. Mm. So. Don't box out my creativity, Charles. Ah, well, it's just not that good. <laughs> I support you, James. Also, James, uh, just to jump back quick, you cannot anger sickness away. Oh, you 100% can. No. Nope. Well, well, Andy, would you like to talk about a- your sickness? <laughs> Listen, I, uh, Bard is telling me it can weaken your immune system, making you even more susceptible to illness, James. I mean, probably. I don't know. Huh, that's it. This ad Google says that uh, uh, white males tend to die younger. I don't know. Why? I wonder why that is. Is it all the times people should go to the doctor or or (laughs) overpower their own sickness as in their own words? Huh. Mm. Mm. (laughs) Listen, I also may have a a supply of antibiotics in my household that I've been taking care of. So, oh, I support it. I've been struggling with my own avoidance of a doctor. My poor ankle has been messed up for so long. Um, and then I got to spend a whole week walking on it uh, at Gen Con. And now it's just, oh, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Let me tell you, uh, ankle, well, not ankle. What did I buy? A compression sleeve. Those things are magic. I don't know what it is, but it like holds my ankle together. Yeah. Well, it's, and I it's guess squeezing that, your muscles. Yeah. I yeah. talked with my landlord about it. Um, and then he told me that he just wears them now for the rest of his life. And I told him I don't want to do that. And then he told me to lose weight. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess that's my journey now. I got to stop being a fat, fat, fatty. Hey, give us your uh, Gen Con report. A ton of fun. A lot of fun. Already planning for next year. I got to play some board games. Um, I got to play uh, just like some role play games. I got to LARP. I didn't know murder mysteries are considered LARPing. Yeah. I thought LARPing is like with foam swords. Well, that's what SEA. Oh, what is that? What does SEA stand for? I don't know. Uh, that looks too dangerous for me. S E A LARPing. S C A. Uh Google autocompletes that is is LARPing still a thing? 
the Society for Creative Anar- uh, Anar- Anar- ah, Anachronism. Anachronism. Yeah, thank you. Oh. Um, nah. But yeah, it was great. Uh, outside of me testing the limits of my body. Uh, I am old and ailing, and I was absolutely reminded of it. And now I'm trying to recover from it so that I can be a good, good journalist at PAX. Uh, listeners, I had an ankle problem, too. And then what I did was I, I iced it and rested for a week, and now I'm fine again. Okay, Charles, it's not that simple. <laughs> mm-hmm. I rested it for like two weeks, and it didn't get better. Did you go to a doctor then? No. Oh, okay. My doctor costs like $200 <laughs> a visit. Jesus Christ, why? Don't you have insurance? Yes, that's with a discount. That's shitty insurance, Andy. I don't know what to say. I work for a small company. I don't have the bargaining power of a large one. But tell you what, it's against me. The system's against me and my ankle. It's not my fault. I feel like you can maybe find a better doctor. (laughs) You know, you're right, Andy. The system is against white males. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, let's not dig further into that. Hey, hey, listen, as the Barbie movie taught us, patriarchy hurts everyone. That includes men. Hey, that's a that's a talking point in the leftist community right now. I still need to see the Barbie movie. I've been wanting to see it. Um, And the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie. Yeah, it's supposed to be very good. good. Yeah, I'm planning to see that. I don't need to see Uh, Oppenheimer, though. That looks like a bummer. It is a bummer. I don't need bummers <laughs> right now. I'm not about oh. bummers. Oh, they did, by the way, uh, they did extend Oppenheimer's uh, IMAX run till okay. the end of the month because every showing was basically sold out across the country. Are you able to see it, James? Did you say there's one near you? Yeah, there's one near me. I don't know if I'm going to make it down there. Oh. I have a I have a very busy schedule the next couple weeks. Oh, a busy boy. I gotta, I gotta, we're gonna head down to the shore. Then I gotta get back up here. We gotta fly to Seattle. It's gonna be a whole thing. That is a whole thing. Yeah. I guess Oppenheimer can wait. Well, you can't wait. Well, I saw, I saw Oppenheimer on TikTok. Uh, Oh, that's right. (laughs) You watch everything on TikTok. You can consume anything on TikTok. Oh my God. Let me tell you, we're gonna get into the news after this, I promise. Uh, (laughs) I wanna hear. My new favorite thing on TikTok there's this guy who puts up episodes of house and I'm just rewatching house on TikTok, And it's such a good time. <laughs> How do you re upload it? Is it like a condensed version? Yeah. They kind of chip out like a little bits of it and just keep the most interesting parts of the episode. Okay. And I'm like, Oh, huh? Oh, I'd hate that. <laughs> oh no, it's great. Cause it's I, like, I, that's you're why like, I can't I, watch like, like edits on YouTube of like, of like anime fights or anything. Like they cut things and it's just like, oh, gross. Like it's not clean cuts. Oh, no, these are clean. These are like professional. Mm. It's because it's funny. I went back and like watched an episode like what did I miss? Because an episode certainly isn't 20 minutes when you watch all the parts. Sure. I was like, and I was like, yeah, all these pieces they cut out. I don't give a shit. (laughs) They really just kept in the A material. Yeah. Are they cutting? Yeah. Are they basically like cutting out the B side story? Um, If it's a boring B side story. Yes. Mm. They'll keep like sometimes the B side story is very interesting, like House and Wilson buying Cuddy's condo. Oh, I don't know anything about House. Oh, it's a great show. No, it sounds wildly like illegal. Everything he does wildly illegal. <laughs> <laughs> then how does he get away with it? Because he's, he's smart. smart. 
Oh. He's right. You know, that whole problem where you're where it's like, you know what? Maybe House is glorifying being a jerk. Uh, <laughs> is he ever wrong? Yes. Well, yeah, a lot. Oh, okay. But he gets the right answer at the end. Um, like, that's I, the point of the show. It's like <laughs> House comes up with the initial diagnosis. Okay. Is it right? It, no, it's not. He tries again. Sometimes does something very legal to do it. Close, but also not right. And then just as he's about to get fired, he solves it. Right? <laughs> that is the structure. And then they're like, well, you saved a life. So everything else, clean slate. Yep. <laughs> and then you repeat it every episode. So yeah. you're telling me he's never right on the first try. Um, sometimes so, he is. There's a lot right. of small. Um, there's also a lot of like small diagnosis he makes, right? That he to showcase he's smart where he's like, oh, oh he's right. He talks. He solves all these smaller ones. But the main case, mm. um, like like James just said too, like he'll get it right, but for some reason the treatment doesn't work. So then you go, oh, then it's not this one. And then later at the end you go, it was that one. <laughs> no. It's just that because of this, the treatment didn't work. Mm. And that's yeah. normally it's about the patient lying about the the, the full <laughs> symptoms or whatever or yeah. their full history. Oh, if he just had all the information. That's right. He sounds like he'd be miserable, though. He is. Yes, he that's, is, the, he is. That's, 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 that's the other thing. Yeah. So does he have any friends? Yeah, he is Wilson. Yeah. I mean, that's, all, that's all friends. Yes. Surprisingly, yes. Andy, that's the entire overarching season plots about like this house really have friends. Yeah. Mm. So, no, and it is a it's a full show. That explores all those facets of being a curmudgeony smart person. I, I, Charles, I'm in the therapy season on TikTok, uh-huh. which I love because it's like, you know what? I'm going to try to be a better person. And then at the end of the season, he's like, you know what? Fuck therapy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Therapy's not good for me. And then he goes. Oh, God. He thinks he's even better than therapy. He's better than everything. That's that's the entire point of how. <laughs> God, it's like a power fantasy for doctors. It is. It is. Well, kind of. It's a power fantasy for people who think they're smart and are above the rules. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Andy. <laughs> that's, the reason you go, that's why you go. Hmm. <laughs> I'm just like, well, where my brain is going right now is like, I wonder when this show came out, if it like empowered like a lot of like people who just suck to like think they're smarter than they are. Yes. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> that was a <the> conversation too <laughs> oh. <laughs> about the show <laughs> as it got more popular. Oh, no. I guess I didn't know anybody like that. Granted, I didn't know anyone who would like tell you their IQ, luckily. But I'm sure there's people out there. Also, IQ is not a real thing. It's not. But if you bring it up, then you suck. (laughs) Well, you know what is a real thing? Tell me. Baldur's Gate 3 is the best rated game of 2023. Whoa. I don't think any of us picked it. Really? Well, we couldn't. It no. was, uh, because it was in, um, in early access. It was in early yeah. access. That's the reason why no one picked it. Yeah. Yeah. Baldur's Gate 3 came out this past Thursday, currently sitting at a 95 on wow. Open Critic with a 100% of critics recommending. Uh, do, 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 do. Who's Better got than Exo Primal. 
these are all weird companies that they're highlighting reviews from on open critic there's someone i know oh wow they, they really just gave it to the b team huh all right <laughs> all their reviews all right uh ravi cena from gaming bolt says 10 out of 10 like divinity original sin 2 Baldur's gate 3 redefines what a role-playing game can offer in character building combat storytelling and choice it is a compelling experience that shouldn't be missed and guillermo propi from ign spain says 10 out of 10 Baldur's gate 3 with Baldur's gates with Baldur's gate 3 larian studios redefines the meaning of open worlds and creates a masterpiece that elevates the classic rpg to a new level that will take years to surpass oh yeah by larian again when they make divinity yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah if you haven't been uh Baldur's gate 3 came out uh, on early access, I want to say three years ago at this point. Oh, it's been uh, that long. Yeah, I know. Was, I, I noticed it because uh, on GOG, it was like, you played Baldur's Gate 3 three years ago. And I was like, oh, that's how long it's been. Um, Baldur's Gate 3 is a what's called a CRPG, which I actually don't know what the C stands for in CRPG. A computer. Stands for computer. Is it? Is it computer RPG? Yeah. I remember I just looked this up before the podcast. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate yeah. it. Um, yeah. and But basically, it, you're playing kind of in a top-down isometric view. It is uh, turn-based in combat, and it is basically a very faithful representation of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition rules. Like, mm. if you have played Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition, the spells, the action economy the movement, everything will be very familiar to you. There is a lot of tweaks they've made to gaming to like for gaming sake that, you know, they it's in there. But if you've played enough 5e, this you'll feel right at home in the setting. I saw um, that you even roll a D20. Yes, you do. There's a little D20 pops up on the screen when you have to make skill checks. That's cute. Yeah. Um, also, it has a very compelling story and a very compelling cast of characters. I would say, here's the thing. I don't really remember my side characters in Divinity Original Sin 2. Um, I don't know about you guys. Uh, these characters are very good. And honestly, I would say rival Mass Effect 2 mm. in terms of like just quality character action. Like That's big every, coming from everyone. Me. Everyone is voiced except for the main character. Um, you also have a lot of choices for how you design your character. Basically, every race um, in the D and D pantheon, more or less, of of like the common ones, and you know, From player's just, handbook. Not a you don't get yeah. those supplements. <laughs> yeah, you don't get. But honestly, the mod scene is going to take care of that. Um, and what was I going to say? Uh, oh, yeah, the character customization. You can you can go pretty buck wild in there. Um, also, including like gender neutral and gender uh non-conforming identities too that's cool yeah um i know last time we talked about it being a horny horny game Is it's it? pretty horny it's pretty horny oh, i mean oh, it's yeah yeah <laughs> i've seen some uh, clips yeah <laughs> i mean what's funny is uh i i play i have my character's a dragonborn and i <laughs> i deleted his uh his camp clothes so now when he goes to sleep at night just see his little penis just, just sitting there. I'm like, I just in my head, I just role play. It's like, well, I was Dragonborn. Well, you know, when I'm comfortable, I take my clothes off. What about yeah. it? Mm -hmm. This is me living my life. Everyone else is dressed. He's just walking around with this dragon penis. That's um, great. 
It's funny. I, it was an accident, and now I've just included this part of his character in my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I've had a great time with it. Um, I I have luxury problems with it, as I've talked. Uh, I talked to you guys about it previously, uh, where there is a four-player character limit on this game, so you can only take four characters out. I don't know what the total number of companions you can get. For including your own character, by the way. Um, but it feels very restrictive. Um, as Charles and I talked about, the four-player party is kind of, you know, normal for a D&D. Uh, but I think the issue with this is is the world is so intertwined and player, like the, your companions have so much like fun dialogue and quest things that can come up randomly. It's like only having four players means that you miss a lot of that so they talk a lot about like oh you'd have to play this game a hundred times to see everything i think part of that is because of that four player limit where you know you have to run with different parties to get different things happening sure um and that kind of bugs me it it, where it's like uh there is already a mod out where you can just destroy the party limit and more or less run with like eight people at a time i may install that (laughs) just because i'm like you know what i don't it's like I'm getting to the point where it's like, oh, all these characters have all these things that are about to happen in mm-hmm. this one area. And I'm like, I want to bring them all because I want them all to have their ex- their time to experience it. Yeah. And that leads into another problem that I have with this game is um, it again, because there's so much content in there. They have some sort of world clock running in the background that you are completely oblivious to. But if you take too long to do certain things, the quests will more or less fail where it's like, that's interesting. The, you know, whatever you're going to rescue a person, they're dead or like the world progressed without you or something like that. Like, oh, I took too many long rests. So you get there and everyone's dead. It's like uh, huh. the classic uh, problem of like you, sh- you can't just rest the entire time. Yeah. Which, again, is fair. Right. It makes logical sense. And I appreciate it, but they don't tell you anything about it either. So I don't know. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. it's like if I knew I had to rush to do this, I wouldn't have taken that long rest. Mm -hmm. But I don't know that. So it's it kind of blows in that way. That's another mod I'm kind of hoping someone released to kind of just turn off that, you know, like um, counter in the background or at the very least expose it. Yeah, I can know these things. Yeah. yeah, like, like there's been times where I've started quests and then it's like four quests have been updated. And when you go look at it, it's like, can't do that anymore. And I'm like, well, fuck me. <laughs> That's pretty deflating. Yeah, it is. It is a deflating thing. And that is possibly my only take on this game. Right. Which is that it's it's so well crafted that I can't experience all the content. Sure. Um, but I don't know. I think there's a middle ground they probably could have found. But mm, also, I wasn't there. I don't know what the weird spider web of story things in there. I'm sure there's reasons because it's like, well, you, if you did this, then that has to turn off and all that. So. Sure. But yeah, I mean, it's if you're a fan of RPG stories, D&D, you know, great character action or not, I guess not character action, but just like character stories. This game has it um, and you're going to get sucked into it like I'm. 35 hours in and i think i've gotten to act three just about now 
Um, That's supposed to be like a hundred hour plus game. Yeah, I play games fast. That's true. Do you think are you fatigued at all yet? Um, I am starting to get a little fatigued with this game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, again, it's because of that thing where I'm like in the head. I'm always like, all right, now I got to make sure. <laughs> yeah. And it's and it's funny, too. And I'll say this is non spoilery. Like I, I in that same way of like, I have an idea of who my character is at this point. Mm-hmm. So I there are choices I will and will not make as him. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. The game presents these choices. I'm like. Fuck, I really want to see what that is, but that doesn't make sense for the character I'm playing. Yeah. Right now. Yeah. Uh so there's definitely a whole like there are very like split paths you could take. Like I'm I'm already thinking about, hey, I want to make a character who's gonna really go this way this time and sure. it's gonna end up differently. So um I'm neither of you have played it yet, correct? No. Nope. I have not. Charles, you've have you seen have you been watching Andy and Mike play it? Uh that's it i've been watching people play it okay uh my thing is it can't it actually doesn't hold my attention that long yeah um it's I, it's a much better game for people playing it than it is for people to watch it sure um like you definitely ha- like if you're watching it you need to have really funny people in it yeah which is like so like for instance these people that james is talking about there are some points when it's going to be funny watching them and normally you could tell that when somebody starts yelling. So I don't have to watch them until I hear yelling and then I flip back on. Sure. Go, oh, OK. Now, that's pretty funny. Did So you did or you didn't watch them? Because I, I they're, no, they're I, like I said, I have them on. I'm not actively watching. Oh, like, OK. All right. Like yeah, this, this every is the time kind of I every time I take a look and look and, and see them, they're in somewhere different dealing with something. And there's yeah. nothing I can connect on how they got to A to B. Oh, that's fair. Uh, I understand. Yeah. It's, uh, well, I, yeah, because I'll be honest, it's not. It's definitely this thing is like you want to make a decision. And yeah. That's true. Other people make a decision and you're just kind of like, hmm. That's true. Uh, well, uh, the reviewers and I are not the only people who agree about Baldur Gate 3 oh. being great. Uh, it hit record breaking performance. Uh, past the all-time peak players of Apex Legends and enter into the top highest player concurrent players for a game in the history of Steam with 630,000 concurrent players. I don't wow. that was August 5th. I don't know if that number topped. That was Saturday, I think. Right. Yeah, that was Saturday. I kind of doubt it'll get higher than that cuz Saturday was like, you know, the big day. Um but yeah, taking taking a spot beating Apex Legends and having 630,000 concurrent players. That's great. And you have to think there's a non-zero amount of people like me who are playing it on GOG, too. Oh, that's sure, where, yeah. Because that's where it first, first came out. So, Oh, so is this inheriting your copy of the Early Access? Yes. Okay. Yeah. It went on Early Access in Steam eventually. It started on GOG. Sure. Yeah. So I, I, would, I would almost hazard to say that number could probably be 50,000 higher. Mm-hmm. So I've been thinking about this since last week mm-hmm. or so, which was Baldur's Gate might actually take Game of the Year from it's, Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, yeah. And that's another thing people have been talking about. Baldur's Gate 3 is now a very... It, it, ha, it is sitting in a good position to take Game of the Year. Yeah, makes sense. I can hear, argue, I can hear arguments against it with Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. And, and real ones. Like, not even just like... 
you know, Cheers wasn't great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. well, I, you like actual arguments, not. Yeah, exactly. It's not worth bringing up arguments that people have of just feelings. Yeah, exactly. No, they're they're this game is a achievement in content it is achievement in scale. It's um, and, you know, next story is going to cover this, too, a little bit. But um, people have been a lot of AAA studios have been coming out being like, hey, 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 by the way, it's not fair. All right. <laughs> this is not <laughs> just because Larry and did this doesn't mean everyone can do it. OK, <laughs> yeah. I was honestly thinking about that as who else could do this? I don't think uh, anybody. Well, the problem is not many other people have been in this space. Mm-hmm. And, and like the format for this game, like we've said before, when Larian was doing Divinity, it was just that Divinity, when we heard that they got Baldur's Gate, we were just like, that makes sense. That mm-hmm. make, is the easiest translation because you, when you describe Divinity, you say it's the closest thing you could have to D&D. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. Baldur's Gate was literally that. <laughs> like they just jumped into it. So it's like it was a home run getting into it um and that being said they're probably the biggest one as well that is doing a crpg as they call it um <sighs> who else is doing those i can't think of anybody i mean the studio that did um like the, i i would say like maybe disco elysium development that's yeah that was the oh, that's the one oh, i was thinking oh, of sure yeah but, but like it's not the same scale. Th- those are very well, different games. Yes. Yeah. It's but, like, but I think they fall in the same. Yeah. Yeah. Genre so, technically. Yeah. So we're saying they're starting here and Disco Elysium devs are starting all the way down there. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not looking like they'll catch up today. You know? Well, I don't, um, I don't know. I, I mean, I haven't beaten Baldur's Gate three. I still think Disco Elysium might be a better Disco Elysium is a fantastic game. Like, mm-hmm. well, fantastic game how long is disco elysium uh as long as you want it to be (laughs) are we talking 140 hours you can beat it in 10 hours and you can beat it in 100 hours oh interesting okay yes it is varied because i was gonna say boulder's gate being that long is like makes me not want to play it yeah that boulder's gate 3 still has like a very it has a very normal narrative act structure Mm -hmm. structure Disco Elysium has no act structure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I do mean to get to that game someday. Disco Elysium. You should. It's a... You, Charles, you played Disco Elysium. I remember you playing it. Uh, no, I started it. I haven't... Oh. I haven't like, and by started, I mean create a character. And then, <laughs> uh, but I was on the plane without headphones. And then I was like, I need to put, play this with sound. Sure. So I stopped. Yeah. yeah. And then I haven't started again. I figured it was going to be a great airplane game. So, well, as one rises, another must fall. <gasps> what? Diablo four ain't doing so good. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So we didn't cover this because uh, I think there's some of the weeks we had to take off. We've been but busy. yeah, yeah. Um, Diablo four released a terrible patch on the uh, eve of season one launching so bad that i didn't even roll a character for season one wow. uh, basically nerfing survivability across the board about 20 percent uh nerfing cooldown reductions by about 30 percent across the board basically doing everything in their power to make you stretch out the game longer um mm. it they it, it's the classic don't wait 
that's the classic way to not patch games, which is to make the characters less powerful. Yeah. Um, uh, this has been reflected in the fact that Diablo 4's peak viewership has dropped from 937,000 viewers at launch. Nine, um, this is like Twitch interest. And sure. then only 12,000 viewers as of August 7th. Um, so I tried to because I remember reading an article about like it's so bad. And then I tried to get an understanding of how it could be so bad. Like, what was so bad? Like, I'm genuinely curious because well, how do the devs release something that bad? Well, the idea being, and this is, again, what we have constantly talked about, um, and yet everyone seems to fuck it up, mm-hmm. is that they released the live service game and then they didn't have enough content for the next release. Like, you ha- when you release a live service game, your next update better be fucking done. Like at the sure. same time you release yeah. the game, more or less. Um, the theory on the matter is that the players were beating the game faster than devs intended already before season one came out. And they basically kind of looked at it and went, shit, we don't have it. There's not enough content in season one to keep people interested if they're playing this fast. So we have to make players play slower. And we're going to do that by increase, increasing cooldown time. So that you can't, so that you can't do things as quick. You can't use your abilities as quickly, and and B nerfing survivability so that you will die faster. Yeah. That's so incredible. does that make better sense, Andy? That's <laughs> yeah. incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah, I, that's that was it was it was basically like I I saw those patch notes and I went, all right, I'll be back next season. See if you guys figure this out by then. <laughs> like they know because I so here's where I got stuck. I appreciate that explanation because that makes it more that makes more sense. But like because the devs released an apology, right? They did. <laughs> they and did. <laughs> I was trying to figure out like, OK, what happened? And to be fair, it was like a lot of bulleted lists and I just immediately stopped caring. But um, wh- the, that only makes it less fun. Even yep. you describing it to me in two sentences, that is 100% less fun. Yeah, and there's a lot of like little things in there that are like other – there's a lot of other little nerfs yeah. that are in there too. Like but, uh, people like playing Sorceress and the most popular builds of Sorceress got nerfed if I recall. They they did just fix that. They did buff that this week. Just um, this week. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it seemed like they had a lot of goodwill. Why would they, they Oh, that? yeah. Because, because – and again, this is a speculation, but the idea is that season one was not content rich enough that people people were, ba- you know, and th- and this is not necessarily the devs' fault, but you know how people are, Andy, right? Where it's like fucking you know, three days and I beat all the seasonal content, boring, mm, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, like. I mean, yeah, at a certain point, they definitely need to have a certain level of content ready for that first big seasonal patch. But also, I don't know. That's how I always played Diablo seasons on three, which was I was like, hey, I popped in. I played for a week, maybe two if I was having a real good time. And then I left, you know, I thought that's how seasons are supposed to work. Well, I mean. They want to have player retention so that you spend money in the store. And if you're not, if people are, you know, leaving the game after three weekdays to a week, right, you're not going to get those opportunities to push $20 skins and everything on them. So, 
it just blows my mind that they think making the game slower means people want to play it longer. Well, right. I don't well, I don't think they thought that, but mm. I think that was a stopgap. Yeah. Um like the it's really strange. I you know, one of my friends um uh, over at my board game store was telling me he's like, "Yeah, you know, I spent uh 50 hours first week uh playing." And then he was like he was the furthest finished than everybody else. And he this is a adult person with adult time. And that's how much time he spent. He's not playing that much nowadays. And to have the developers be surprised at the ability of people to know life again when it comes out. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> well, especially like, Diablo, right? Yeah, exactly. You go, Diablo. Like, why why didn't you get a special set of high schoolers? <laughs> Or, like, middle school kids to play this game and see how long it takes them. Yeah. Like, that's your ultimate, like, time, people that have time. And that, that's, like, your speed mas- measurement. I It's just it's just a little weird, strange. I don't know. Um, yeah. I, I mean, there's also this interesting discussion of uh, Diablo 4 is a... <laughs> is an attempt at recreating the magic of Diablo two mm-hmm. um, in, you know, a more MMO setting, but, and that's what everyone said they wanted when they released Diablo Diablo three. They're like, no, this isn't like two. We want two, but now everybody likes three. So, oh. <laughs> so there's this interesting discussion of, they were kind of working off old feedback and they made this game with the idea of like itemization and how Diablo two worked. I don't know. It's, I, they fixed Diablo three. <laughs> I have faith that someday they'll fix Diablo four again. Hopefully it won't take an X pack like it did with Diablo three. They can maybe get in there with seasons, but we'll see. I don't know. So wait, it's, is the it, honeymoon period gone? Oh yeah. They killed it. It's over. Yeah. yeah. Plus because, like, again, yeah. the other problem we just talked about is Baldur's gate three also came out. Yeah. Oh, it is great. Yeah. So and that's, I'm what? sure that's a crossover. Yeah, and then once you lose people, you lose people. Like the 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 public zeitgeist and consciousness has just moved on. Yeah, and we're going into this period now where you're gonna have Baldur's Gate three, you're gonna have Armored Core, you're gonna have Starfield, you're gonna have Spider Man, oh, you're gonna God, have Starfield. Yeah, you're gonna oh. have Spider Man. You're gonna have Liza P. Liza P went gold uh, yesterday, by the way. Oh, um, and oh, there's other ones. I mean, there's we're coming into a packed time. Yeah. Um, so it's like, Diablo, just go sit on the bench and think about what you did. <laughs> Maybe take longer. Maybe take a little longer to make season yeah. two. Honestly, yeah. everyone's. Andy, yeah, that's another thing, right? The season. Andy, do you know how long this season one's supposed to last until? I'd, I don't know. No. That's it. If, I'm, if I recall correctly, this is supposed to be season one lasts until October, right? I was going to say, they're usually like two or three months. My my idea of a season was, and my only reference is Path of Exile, is I thought they introduce a gimmick and then you play it for a couple months. Yeah, but like I, it's like not like brand new content. It's just a gimmick. Yeah, they introduced the, they introduced the gimmick, but the game has to be fun to play the gimmick, right? Yeah, and I, it, everyone was kind of like, "Hey, these are our issues with the game." Of which being like cooldowns blow, survivability is real tight. Um, also, mobs stun you like fucking crazy. 
Uh, and and Blizzard took that information and went, how about if we just make your problems worse? <laughs> I, I, I just, I, I refuse to believe that people sat around and said, yep, this is a good idea. Unless well, it was profit driven. Like it could only be money driven. It is definitely profit driven. But you had so much goodwill, guys. They did. Or maybe they knew that they were going to lose relevance anyways and said, screw it. It like in, in sports, in sports terms, they were literally on like the one year line and then they just went, oops, wow. <laughs> they, they just had to have a good season launch and a good patch. And everyone had been like, hey, Diablo four is great. Now everyone's like, all right, Diablo four, you got one more season to make us not hate you forever. Do you think this was Microsoft's doing? Oh, absolutely not. This is Activision. Oh. This is an Activision thing. 100 <laughs> yeah. percent. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess good riddance. There's other stuff to play anyways. Yep. And other stuff to watch. Oh, because, oh, yeah. you know, because, you know, what's actually surprisingly fucking good. What's that? The Twisted Metal Show on the oh, cock. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Now you guys yeah. both are big fans, right? It's street. Well, here's the. I have never played Twisted. I have never played a single Twisted Metal in my life. Mm, mm. Yeah, but you I, I'm the one that's played Twisted Metal. I played a couple, I think, and Rogue Trip. There you go. Like Rogue Trip's one. a good one. But tell me uh, about the show. Why is it so good? You want you want to do it, Charles, or do you want me to do it? Uh, all right. I'll, okay, I'll go for it. So, Andy, the the awkward part about adapting twisted metal mm. was a very much similar to how you adopt any other video game property and put it into real life right mm-hmm. like the twisted metal in the game is wacky right mm-hmm. you drive around you blow up the um mount rushmore and it changes the face you go and blow up the eiffel tower to make a bridge like all this crazy stuff happens right mm-hmm. how does that translate to a show and still make it like not stupid <laughs> Well, I I think you have to realize it can't not be stupid. Correct. So, oh. <laughs> so they make so what they did with the show, and this is what was surprisingly good. The first couple episodes are be, are are not as good as the final half, mm-hmm. and the reason why is the first couple episodes need to spend that time setting the expectations for the viewers, like um. Uh, this whole thing, it has like Anthony Mackie as the main character playing uh, his character called John Doe because as a child, he got amnesia and doesn't remember who he is. Love and it. all he has is like a half burnt photo with only, you know, conceivably the top half of his parents' faces are gone in the photo. So he can't mm-hmm. see who they were. He just sees himself in the photo. This nice little humanizing thing for him. But he is effectively an adult grown up in this apocalyptic world where electronics don't work anymore except for cars. <laughs> and freezers still work for some reason. Yeah, yeah. And so major cities have created fortresses um, as uh, the world descends into chaos. But guess what? You still got to deliver supplies to and fro these major cities. Sure. And that's where you get cars armed to the teeth with guns. Okay. And they are, these drivers are called milkmen as they deliver the goods across all these cities. Um, so you just see people with cars doing, you know, driving around and then other uh, people called vultures as they try to crash those cars and pick up whatever they're trying to deliver. 
Mm-hmm. And what I like best about the show is it's, you know, it gets dumb and it gets kind of awkward because you're like, why are these people doing this stuff? But the humor grows on you eventually as like, uh, I would say, James, I think you agreed with me where uh, there's some incredibly absurd things happening. But in your head, you just it makes sense to you why that's happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, even though like in a real world, you'd be like, oh, my God, that's horrible. In this show, you're like, yep. Mm -hmm." And and for some reason, that's okay, And it just makes things funnier. Kind of like opposite Last of Us. Yeah. Like in The Last of Us, you had to buy into this world of like zombies and everything else. But then in this one, you you just buy into the world that like everyone is crazy and kind of stupid. Yeah. That sounds like a great time yeah it is you know, weren't the original games about like a tournament to get a wish fulfilled yep uh, it's a, and that is not in this you know what that's fine yeah well Cause cause, it, yeah because andy you gotta you gotta lean into wacky you yeah. can't just say wish you'll grant any wish yeah uh. now do we have so we've got sweet tooth right <laughs> the clown with his car with his bobbing head on top of it right Mm-hmm. And then there's the guy who's like two big wheels, right? Mm-hmm. Is he in there? He's not in this. Oh, uh, um, that's well, those are the only cars I remember. Yeah. Well, so Andy, what you would like as a person who's played the games? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of references. Okay. They do a lot of stuff that's that they cool. kind of just show through it, and you're just kind of like, "Huh, that's sweet." Mm-hmm. Um, and so as you you know watch the show, you're like, oh, I get it. I bet you it does this from the game. And then it does. And you're like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and, that, and that's just how you go throughout the episodes. You're just like, this is fun. And James, you never played a Twisted Metal. Hmm. So what no. draws you to it then? I was bored. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I was like. I heard some good buzz about it where I was like, hey, you know what? This show's not bad. And I was mm-hmm. like, all right, I'll give it a shot. And like, I watched the first two episodes and Charles Sweet Tooth in episode two. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think episode two is really where it kind of like gets. I got the first episode. I was like, this is all right. And then episode two, you get Sweet Tooth and you're like, fuck, they did a really good job with him. <laughs> like cool. to the to the point where you're like. I'm kind of rooting for him, the psychopath. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like he's not a good person, but at the same time, I want him to win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, that's that's not easy writing, you right. know, to do yeah. that. Like it's so easy to make him unlikable or just so like crazy where you're just like uncomfortable around him. But he's just that perfect amount of like unstable and charismatic that I was like, oh, this is great. And I was like, all right, I'll keep watching this. Yeah. That's Will Arnett, right? Well, so. It's Will Arnett and does the voice. And wrestler Samoa Joe does the uh, body work. Yeah. Cool. And somehow it doesn't. It works. Yeah. yeah. You're just like, huh, OK. It doesn't sound too dumb at all. Uh, but yeah, I, I. it is so interesting about that, too, because like you'll see Sweet Tooth go on a killing spree and you're just like. Sweet Go get him. Go get him, champ. <laughs> you get him, champ. Yeah. <laughs> Just do your thing. Well, I guess it kind of helps that there's really no innocence in this world to a certain sure. extent. Sure. Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
So it's like everyone's kind of a shithead. Yeah. So. Okay. Like, like even our main characters aren't that great. They're okay, but they're not like yeah. good people. They're not either. angels. Yeah. Right. Which you accept because in the world you're told. Yeah. You know, like it, it's, it's what's set up in the whole world building of just like, listen, anyone that's willing to drive out in the wastelands is not great. Yeah. Hmm. You're kind of selling me on it. This yeah, Andy, good. I would watch. Um, I think you can watch the first episode without subscribing to Peacock. Um, oh, it's on Peacock. Okay. It's on Peacock, yeah. Uh, and then after that, I think you need to subscribe to get the rest of the episodes. Um, well, Sony's definitely, really handing out all their properties to everyone. Yeah. Yeah. If, if Horizon and God of War turn out to be good TV series, so far, two out of two. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right. Like, I'm like, okay, they can do this. It's cert- I, I, hear, I guess here's a good point. It's not as good as the last of us tv show <laughs> the last of us tv show is exceptional this mm-hmm. is a great time yeah. yeah yeah well let's say i mean james you wait yeah. till you wait till you get to finish the season oh that's true i yeah. hey listen listen Wait, i'll be honest play- I, I might put it like in terms of adaptations and being able to land it i'm putting them equal Trojan battle might be better to be honest Whoa! Oh, but does it have a great episode about gay lovers living their life together? <laughs> I've heard that's one of the best episodes of TV of all time. That's it, I Andy. That's it, James. What if I told you it's not a full episode, but it's there? <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't no, I spoil it for you. <laughs> no, I know. Listen, they, they played that whole fucking My Immortal, and I was like, oh, this is yeah. great. <laughs> Listen, Holy and, Charles, didn't you message me that? <laughs> I said they played almost the entire song of My Immortal, and I was like, this is perfect. Yep, that, that <laughs> is the perfect show then. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a good watch. Um, That's highly really recommend. Nice highly movie. recommend you try to give it at least two episodes. If you don't like Sweet Tooth, you're not going to like the rest of the show. Are they half hour or hour long? Twenty uh, like, like twenty three minutes. <laughs> Actually, hey. wait. Do they have variable times? I feel like some are longer than others. I think the last one is the longest episode, but every okay. everything else is like twenty minutes. So chunks. they're even bite sized. Anime says you need three episodes, right? Wait, it's the three episode rule, right? Yep, anime is the three episode rule. So well, I, I feel like it, this is very easy because it's like if if Sweet Tooth doesn't get you, the rest of the show is not. Yeah, just stop yeah. watching. Yeah. yeah. If, yeah, if you're not charmed by the end of the second episode, you're you're not there. You yeah. have me interested. Now, if I would only just watch actual shows, <laughs> and not and not YouTube, <laughs> and not YouTube, I fell into another YouTube hole, but I can't remember it. So I guess that was a pointless thing to say. But <laughs> well, and what what has been a very positive episode? Let's end on another positive note. I love this. Let's go. Except for Diablo Four. Okay, well, screw them. <laughs> and me almost dying in full steering. <laughs> that also wasn't positive, but it's positive uh, being here, spending time together. That's true. Uh, Remnant 2 also came out while uh, we were <laughs> on weird hiatus. And really good. We talked shit about Remnant 2. It came out. It's currently sitting at an 82 on Open Critic with 84% of critics recommending. Okay. Uh, Vicky Blake gave it a four out of, a Eurogamer 4 out of 5. Remnant 2 is an ambitious sequel stuffed with delightful and deadly surprises and then ign's travis northup said nine out of ten where remnant from ashes was a strong first draft remnant 2 is a revolutionary sequel and a sterling manifesto for the looter shooter souls like 
Revolutionary, um, big. I have played, I got uh, sidelined by Baldur's Gate 3, but I was playing Remnant 2 based on the uh, what I had heard from people. Sure. And let me tell you, it's actually a really great game. Like, I, I've been having a great time with it. Um, I don't remember Remnant from the Ashes really that well, but what I'll say about Remnant 2 is, like, it's, like, the combat's fun. The boss encounters are Dark Souls-esque, right? Like, you have to put thought into them, and they have... Um, actually, actually, you know what? The best way to describe this is... Um, and I think I might have said this on the podcast before, or it was just when I was talking to you guys. This has a lot of Returnal DNA in it, and not oh. in the sense of, like, Returnal-inspired or anything like that. But if you played Returnal and, like, how you kind of had to fight through that world and fight through those boss encounters. Sure. Remnant two does that in a very similar way. Okay. But just kind of, instead of being a roguelike, it's a souls like, so it's a little different, but I would put them equal in terms of like third person gun combat. Interesting. And Returnal felt great. Yeah. And, and Remnant two feels great. The only thing I'll say for Remnant two is it is hard. Sure. I'm playing on the normal difficulty and it is hard. Um, so there are classes involved in the game. If you pick certain classes other over than others, the game is a little easier. Like I pick the healer and being able to heal myself outside of like your flasks is a big game changer. Sure. Um, but yeah, it's it's a great time. I'm looking forward to getting back to it. Um, and currently so it really is souls with guns. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I have a fucking LMG. <laughs> And and it and, and almost destiny like too like you can mod those guns like I have a mutation on it where like I I have a crit chance where it'll reload ammunition ammunition directly back into the magazine. Mm. So I'm like, this is great. But this isn't built like a destiny, right? No, 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 okay. no. Destiny's first person. But I just mean in terms of like sure. how the guns can have like special abilities and things like that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Hey, love, love a good game. And it's a, yeah. is it a smaller studio or is it just small to me because I've never, it's heard a, of it's a double a studio. Okay. I, I mean, it's funny you're saying that Andy, we played remnant from the ashes as recently <laughs> as less than a month ago. I know, but I don't remember the studio. Oh. Gunfire games. Let's see. What else have they done? It's published by gearbox. It hey, is. Who is that guy at gearbox with porn on Randy his <laughs> Who does that? What <laughs> guy showed me clown porn on his flash drive once? That's right. weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, currently, it has no crossplay. It says it has crossplay. It has no crossplay. Um, PS PlayStation's in its own ecosystem. Xbox in its own ecosystem, and Steam is in its own ecosystem. So, Lame. at yeah. least call it limited crossplay, guys. Come yeah. on, just be clear. <laughs> yeah, like, you I'm know sure people mean when they say crossplay. <laughs> I mean, everyone else is doing it. Oh, Charles, it out. they did Darksiders 3. Oh. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and it looks like they remade or remastered Darksiders 2. Yep. Okay. Let's yeah. go. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to getting back to Remnant 2. I'm worried I won't because there's a deluge of games coming. There's a lot happening. But I, yeah. I will, at some point, I will go back to Remnant sure. 2. Sure. Yeah, I don't know. It's a, I'm starting my playthrough of Final Fantasy V. <laughs> and play not dredge. sure you're clinging to the before times charles yeah yes i am i don't know why i just feel like i was in the mood for it 
no need to explain. That's just something something to do, something fun. We'll hear about Charles's review of Final Fantasy V on another mm-hmm. episode of Add to Party, a friendship simulator masquerading as a news show. Mm-hmm. I've been your host, James. Can't be killed by food poisoning, Hartwell. Mm-hmm. And I've been joined by... Uh, Charles listens to his body, Yamat, and I've been joined by... <laughs> Coward. 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 Uh, Andy <laughs> crashing from that coffee... Okay, that eight cups of coffee. It's when your it's when your uh, it's when your hands start jittering. That's when's the problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a little pain in my chest too. Ah, that's not normal. <laughs> but you know what? I got my work done today, and was it worth it? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't trade your health for capitalism. Have a good no. night. Have a good night, everyone. Have a good night. Mm-hmm.